Welcome to the Upper Class Podcast. episode 12 of the upper class podcast and i'm your host bryant i'm so glad that you joined us this week i'm joined here today with my friends kyler hello and abby hi uh you guys have been on the show a few times but still i want you to introduce yourself for those who may not know you starting with kyler all right Hi, my name is Kyler, and I've been on the show before, which is all information you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm a graduated senior this year, and I'm happy to be back. Sweet. That's great. And then, Abby, introduce Hi. yourself. <laughs> my name's Abby. Um, I am a junior, soon-to-be senior at Mac High. Um, I've been going to Calvary Mac for a very long time, ever since I was a little kid. And yeah, I've been on the podcast a few times so far. Sweet. Do you like being on a podcast? I do. That's great. So are you still in school right now? Yes, I am. We still what? have yep, we still have um stuff like online. But every it's week. June. I know, I know. Last day is June seventeenth. June seventh. I'll keep that in mind. June seventeenth. Yeah. That's late. Yeah, it is. Dang. I was well. just thinking about that this morning and I'm like it's not even summer break yet, but I've been off for two months. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> yeah, why the heck? I don't know. The seniors just got a free pass. They we did. did. <laughs> they did. It's to make up for everyone else's suffering. The senior year being gone. The senior year being gone, so they ended it. Yep. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I'm glad that you two were able to join us on this fine pre-summer day. It's kind of sunny out there, isn't it? A little warm. Yeah, it's a nice uh, day. This is the weather with Bryant. But (laughs) anyway, in case you're wondering why a youth ministry has a podcast, well, that's because back in March, we were all shut down, not allowed to do in-person ministry, and we still wanted to stay connected and stay active as a youth group. So we decided to make a podcast to keep everyone connected, an interactive podcast, that is. So you will listen to this, and then there's going to be some questions at the end for you to talk about. Go ahead and uh, call someone up, whoever you want. And then you guys can talk about it. Why is Kyler laughing at me? I'm not laughing at you. I'm oh. just happy to be here and it's bubbling out. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that energy. So basically, youth group's not canceled. It just looks different. You can find this podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. It is now time for the upper class coronavirus update. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Good. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Yamhill County has applied for Phase 2 in the reopening process. After a quick Google search, I was not able to find exactly what that all entails. So I don't know how much the group size is going to be able to go up. Right now we're in Phase 1, so 25 people can meet. But um, we're going to find out today, Thursday, when we're recording this, whether or not Yamhill County has been approved. By the time this airs, though, we'll know for sure if Yamhill County is going into phase two. But in preparation for that, I've got some really big news. If you haven't heard yet, church is opening up. Calvary Mac. Is that cool? Yeah. Yes. June 14th. Come back to church. We have a limit of 85 people 
And but I don't <laughs> know if we'll reach that because uh, it's a it's a square footage thing. Yeah. And so 85 is what we can like legally fit apparently. Is in that our, just upstairs or is that upstairs and just, downstairs? Just upstairs. Yeah. But we're only going to be doing it upstairs at first. But show up and it'd be cool to see you, the guys in person, you know, mm-hmm. church June yeah. 14th. I don't think we'll reach, maybe we'll reach the 85. I mean, really, there's no way to know. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are still worried, you know, and that's fine. If oh. you're worried, stay home, you know, stay safe. And if you come, still take precautions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We're going to encourage people to wear masks and we're going to have hand sanitizer all over the place. Just as soon as you come in, you can just start rubbing hand sanitizer <laughs> everywhere. And, <laughs> and you know, we're going to we're going to be safe to everything we can. We actually set up like traffic control stickers and stuff. <laughs> did you two notice that when you walked in? Yeah, no, the exit I... only signs. Yep. Oh, I did see those. Yeah. yeah. If you go up top, there's a bunch more signs everywhere kind of guiding people yeah. to walk in through some doors and only walk out through others mm-hmm. just to try to keep everything safe. We also understand that there's a lot of people who probably don't quite feel ready yet to go out into public. And so we want you guys to wait until it's really safe. Just hold on. You'll be able to come back soon. But we're still going to be live streaming the service and everything. So that's not going to change. You can still watch church from home, but there's also the option to come watch church on Sunday morning starting June 14th. Cool. Yep. Yep. Sweet. And then uh, time to talk about the elephant in the room, as Kyler oh says. <laughs> when will upper class reopen? Do you guys know the answer? Soon. Soon. Oh, <laughs> that's a pretty good answer. Ominous. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, here's the problem with why we can't just jump right into it. The main problem is that we have our youth room under renovation. Yes, we yep. do. Yeah, it's completely torn apart. The carpets are gone. All the seating almost. is gone. Like, almost gone, I guess. <laughs> Kyler's been working his butt off in there, <laughs> ripping up carpet and stuff. It's and hard. I tried paint. it. It's, like, Yeah, awful. Some, some of them are, like, really stuck on. Yeah. yeah. But Did it was nice. Uh, no, we didn't. We yeah. got a lot of it up. Yeah, it's a two-person job at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we had to go buy, like, a special tool that attaches to a Sawzall. Oh, and yeah. It's like a chisel almost mm-hmm. to chisel the glue <laughs> while chisel someone... Chisel the carpet off the floor. I was Honestly. Thinking, I was thinking you can just put a hook through it and just pull. It well, rips. Pull yeah. Tears oh, because you want to give them away too, huh? <laughs> it's a lot no, of information we're not even carpet. giving them away. Yeah. Oh. So FYI about the carpet, but there's other things that need <laughs> to be done in there. And so, you know, that's also taking a lot of my time. You know, and just a lot of our time in general. Kyler's been helping out a lot. Connor and Tristan have helped out. It's been cool to be able to work on that, but I won't be able to open up the upper class youth group until that's done. And so here's my loose plan, and I don't have a date for when this is going to start, but we're going to start meeting together the time we would normally have upper class, which is 7 p.m. on Sundays, and then uh, we're all going to work. It's going to be like work parties every Sunday night at 7. That sounds really lame, doesn't it? Yeah, but mm. it'll be fun. It's yeah, fun. It, yeah. I can already tell it's going to be fun. Yeah, I have yeah. so much fun like painting walls and stuff <laughs> when we have like a, a work day and stuff, so it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Sweet. And even if it's not fun, you're going to be hanging out with other people. So yeah. Why wouldn't it be fun? I don't <laughs> that, that'll be the fun part. Yeah. And if you get tired, you can just go sit on the couch and relax. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And so that'll be good. Um, I don't know when we'll start doing that. It'll be very soon, though, where Sunday nights at 7, everyone can just come, 
hang out, help us rip up carpet. And once the floors are grinded and we get all the glue off of them, it's honestly, it's going to be quick yeah. to get mm-hmm. everything back together. And so, I mean, I seriously think we're going to start like with regular youth group before the end of summer. Yeah. And so, nice. you know, there's lots going on as we're trying to get back to regular life, but taking this opportunity to give ourselves a sick new, we're calling it the next generation center. Gen or, Z. <laughs> <laughs> the NGC is what we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'll say the next Jensen. <laughs> Jensen. Yeah, I hope that you guys are able to make it to that, juniors and seniors. I'll let you know when that's going to begin, and, and that'll be fun. It's going to look awesome. That's yeah. right. It's going to be so cool. And the podcast is going to continue. So nice. we're going to continue to use the podcast as the way to, like, Try to keep everyone connected and fed, you know, through this time. Spiritually fed, not physically fed, unless you eat sound waves. There'll be snacks. <laughs> yeah, well, there'll be snacks. Yeah, you provide the snacks, we provide the podcast. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right, that's right. <laughs> so make sure that you guys are listening to the podcast to keep an update on what we're doing to open back up. And also follow us on Instagram for more information. Cool? Cool. Cool beans. Great. Cold beans. (laughs) (laughs) Cold beans, Bryant. Cold beans. (laughs) All right. I want to jump into our first topic, and I ran into this the other day. I thought it was really interesting. Apparently, and it just shows you how far technology has come. Apparently, there is a chain of grocery stores called Giant Grocery Stores that have robots that go up and down the aisles, and they look for messes. And then some of them are equipped to clean, but other ones just go mess on aisle four or whatever. (laughs) Assistance needed on aisle 16 or whatever they do. But they like, they're a platform with wheels and then they have like a big pole that sticks out. And on the end of the pole is googly eyes, like these big giant googly eyes. And then they have it like a name tag that says, hello, my name is Marty. And they're all named Marty in all the stores. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that crazy though? Like, I don't... What would you guys do if you're walking around the grocery store? They're all, like, in the East Coast and stuff. Oh, okay. But, like... They're not here yet. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if they're here soon, you know? Like, just a Walmart. Just imagine Mm. a robot going around. I wonder if each chain would have their own name. Of their own, like, robot? Yeah, like, not Marty, but, like, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Yeah, I guess that that'd be one way to do it. I've heard that like in Washington D.C., there's this robot thing, and it has like a refrigerator inside, and so you order from like a certain restaurant, and they put it inside the robot, and it drives around town and drops off the meals to whoever just ordered it. Wait, it it like drives around? Well, it's like a little robot thing, and it, it it's like on wheels, and it's just like this little platform thing, what? and it's got a refrigerator, like a mini fridge inside, and it talks to you, and it just goes around and goes to wherever your location is that sounds so like like utopian society like in a perfect world yeah (laughs) i think that was at a college i like looked at really yeah they're talking about how like they have the delivery robots they do i think they they roll around which is super weird dang it's like it's short too it's like that you can't see my hand but it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's not even um up to the knees it's just like this short well what happens like if someone steals it that's what i was wondering yeah (laughs) is it like really heavy yeah does that have self-defense does it it like spray pepper spray if you threaten it i i think it's only in washington dc right now so oh okay i wouldn't know weird huh i i also saw i mean robots are kind of taking over they are because when you go to mcdonald's now 
you can choose to order through a robot instead of a person. Mm-hmm. Like the screen? Yeah, they have oh, the screens. I don't like those because, I mean, as much as I don't like talking to new people, <laughs> I'd much rather do that than, like, have to order on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole, like, Alexa lock the door kind of thing. It's just oh, super smart creepy. home stuff. That's oh, super yeah, creepy to like me. That. It's like that yeah. old story where, like, the whole house is, like, made out of AI and so it does everything for you. And soon mm-hmm. enough, there's no people in it, just the house is alive. We're moving closer to that every day. Yeah. Dang. Well, if you're ever shopping at a grocery store and you see a, a giant robot with googly eyes, you know. Say hi. Be friendly. <laughs> hi, Marty. You might take over someday, and then he'll be your overlord. So, yeah. better be, be nice, nice to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's another topic I wanted to kind of hit on. This one's definitely a lot heavier than robots. Uh, maybe not physically. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, talking about all the protests that are going on. This pro these protests uh, by Black Lives Matter have hit every state in the country, almost every major city, and now they've even leaked out and there's uh, protests going on all over the world in different countries. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, pretty interesting, but they're all protesting justice reform in America, and they want justice for, specifically this time it's George Floyd, who uh, was killed when a police officer kneeled on his neck for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, some there's conflicting evidence about whether or not it was a heart issue that killed him or if he was actually suffocated. Either way, it doesn't matter. You know, he died while he's being arrested. That's a horrible tragedy and something definitely needs to happen. And I kind of feel like there's been a good response to the protest in that all the cops were arrested that were involved in that situation that originally they weren't going to be arrested at all. You know, um, they weren't going to, Sounds like, at least how the media is talking about it, they weren't even going to be reprimanded. But now all four of them are in custody and they're going to be going to court. So I feel like there's a bit of a victory there on the side of the protests. But we even had one in McMinnville. Did you guys see anything about that? Yeah, we. I didn't see it personally, but I saw it on Instagram and stuff. I wasn't there, but... Yeah. Yeah. How about- I, I heard it was pretty peaceful. Yeah, as it was, far as it I was know. peaceful. Yeah. yeah, I saw it mostly on Instagram too. Yeah, I, I went down there to take a peek and see what was going on, and there's probably a good at least 400 people, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly young families and high school students um, were actually a majority of the people there, which is kind of interesting because none of them can vote, but I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but there was you know, mostly uh, high school students there, and it was peaceful, but I just wanted to bring that up and talk about it, kind of hear your guys' perspective. I went there mostly to just kind of bring the presence of God and yeah. uh, promote peace. You know, I didn't, I yeah. d- really did not want to see anything turn into a riot in my town, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So I, I kind of stood back, uh, hung out with one of my friends, and we read scripture out loud, read through the book of John to see, you know, most people would see us and then avert their eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't, no one really wanted to talk to us Uh I mean, really, these protests are a largely non-Christian audience uh, that attends them, I noticed, because in in reality, culture is non-Christian, and so this is a a very cultural issue. But it was pretty interesting to be there and see what the people were fighting for, what it is that they desire to see come out of the situation, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was just there to try to bring the Word of God into that but what do you guys think of all this stuff going on in the protest in our own town well yeah i i'm pretty proud of us that you know it turned out to be a pretty peaceful one um i'm not a big protester myself i 
personally believe that, you know, a personal, like, doing something for another person makes a bigger impact than, you know, standing outside of a building and making, sometimes it can make us vulnerable to certain, you know, attacks or anything like that. But yeah, I guess I'm not a big protester, but I am, I am proud of our town that it turned out really good. I agree with that. I think going, I would, personally, I would go about stuff more like, I don't know, in my circle of people, you know, but I'm not like saying the protests were bad. I'm just saying like, that's how I would go about it more in my own life, just talking about it. Yeah. Within your sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be the light in that. But I I, mean, I think it's good that we did have the protest and that it went over peacefully and that we could unite on this issue. And uh, really, when you get down to the root of what it is they're, you know, fighting for is like justice reform. They want to see things change in, well, the racism of society, you know, definitely. Mm -hmm. But then also, I I think that they won't stop until there's some major changes to the way that arrests happen, you know, especially the way minorities are treated. Because in all reality, you're more likely to get killed by a police officer during a simple arrest if you are an african-american you know and so i i agree that's something that should be looked at and you know fought for change in that way and especially like when you talk about racism bottom line racism is a sin mm-hmm. there's no way around mm-hmm. that it's hate racism is hate racism is a sin you know we, we think about the parable jesus gave of the good samaritan right yeah uh the reason why that parable was shocking to the audience he was speaking to is because they were all racist against Samaritans. Mm -hmm. Uh, They hated them. They wouldn't touch them. And so Jesus gave the example of man injured on the side of the road, and none of the religious leaders would touch him. But then a dirty Pharisee comes, (laughs) dirty with air quotes around it, comes and uh, takes care of this man and pays for it out of his own pocket and everything. You know, so the audience that was hearing that would have been shocked and appalled that Jesus was saying, you know, Jesus was speaking against racism in that moment, Mm -hmm. whether that was the main point of his message there or not, you know, that was a, it would have been very shocking. And so that's something that Jesus fought against as well was racism. And so that's something that as Jesus followers, we should always be cautious and careful and not denying that racism is a real thing that happens, but instead, you know, giving an honest listening ear and weighing out if there's something that we need to do about it, you know? And I think bottom line, it's just sin, you know, and I think it's it's pretty much just all about sin. It's, and a lot of people are a little afraid to talk about that because, um, you know, a lot of people don't believe in like actual, you know, there's this sin and God and stuff. This, this like racism and stuff like that's happening is just an issue of love. And it's mostly people not loving each other. Like if we all yeah. lived how Jesus did or how he told us to live, which is just loving everyone, then like this stuff wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even yeah. if you aren't Christian and you live a life of love, it's it's going to be better. Like the world will be better if everyone was loving to each other mm-hmm. and like live the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, that's so true. And, and uh, I saw a, a meme that was <laughs> a meme, <laughs> but it was it was honestly kind of powerful. It showed the image of the police officer kneeling on George Floyd's neck. And it said, if this man was a Christian and there was an arrow pointing to the cop, then this wouldn't have happened. So you think Mm -hmm. about that. If that cop would have, you know, been living out the love of Christ, he would have never 
put his neck on a person until they can't breathe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I thought that was a very interesting take on that. And it made me realize that the world is looking for something within itself that it doesn't have. Foreshadowing there. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> change subjects for a minute. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that in a minute. But let's go ahead and get into some news from our world today. Abby, I think you got something for us this time. So yeah, um, from the Good News Network, a man in Bellevue, Washington, his name is Rob Kenny, didn't grow up with a father figure. And so as he is a father now and he's old, er, um, he decided to make a YouTube channel and it's kind of like a dad, how do I kind of YouTube channel to show, uh, young people how to do certain things that a father figure, you know, should be teaching them if they don't have one. Um, and so I just thought that was a really cool thing about him making a difference in young people's lives on a platform that they usually go to. That's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Have you guys ever seen any of those videos? I haven't personally, no. I haven't either. I wonder, uh, like, what does he teach? Um, like, he, is, like, how to change a car's oil or put up a shelf or uh, oh, use sweet. a stud finder, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. So some stuff that you would think people would know how to do, but they don't. No. And then it's also hard to get help on that. If yeah. I mean, especially to think about people without father figures, you know. That's a huge, another problem in society is, you know, basically deadbeat dads, you know, and Mm -hmm. so he's doing something to try to tackle the issues that we see that comes with growing up in a home without a father. For sure. That's really cool that he's doing that. Uh, It says he started to just for fun, kind of, he didn't think that he would get as many followers as he did. He started out with like 30 or 40 subscribers, but now he's got like thousands on there. Wow. And like kids like like posting um, and sharing his videos and saying how much he, they appreciate him and stuff. Sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of cool because he's become like a dad. Yeah. To, to so many. Yeah. Father to the fatherless. Yes. Oh, wait, that's God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, though, that he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Man, sweet. I wonder, like, because he saw an issue and then made a move and did something about it and it's having a huge impact. Crazy to think that like just one guy doing that can cause such a big chain reaction of all these people learning from him and Mm -hmm. you know I wonder what we could do especially as believers. I know that makes you think about like maybe it would be so easy to just start something to help others. And even if you don't think it'll have an impact because it says in the story that he didn't think he was going to have a big impact at 30 to 40 followers and Mm -hmm. then now he's helping thousands of people yeah yeah it's not just like this is gonna have a huge impact this is gonna be it Mm -hmm. it's also just like i gotta do this because i should yeah or because you want to yeah that's really cool Mm -hmm. thanks for bringing that abby yep uh we took a break from the conversation we were just having uh about you know kind of the whole conversation on police brutality and everything and and we started to get into a point that i really hope people can take away from this podcast and that is god is the only path to justice and god is the only path to peace you know and it's great in the protests and everything that's what people are fighting for that's what they're desiring and it's so awesome that they're desiring that they they just uh don't know where to get it from you know they're looking in the wrong place Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. And I feel like 
um, how these people are acting in protests, um, it's like they're putting the power in themselves and what they think should be going on and what they want to happen. But what they really need is to put the power in God, um, because that's the only way that they're going to get justice and peace, like you said. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, at the end of the day, we all know that God is on the throne. God mm-hmm. is God is the all-powerful in control of everything, and and he lets us, you know, wander off and, and do whatever we're going to do. If we choose not to uh, love him, it breaks his heart, but he lets us do that because he gave us free will. And he also chooses not to work in a lot of situations until we bow down and pray and put him on the throne in those situations. That's the thing is we have to realize God is all-powerful, all-knowing, always-present God, and he is in charge of all situations. But uh, he chooses a lot of times not to move, not to work in a certain way until we pray. Even though God has complete ability to work without man calling on him to work, he decided that God, he decided he's only going to work when people pray. He decided he's going to work through people. And so in these situations, mankind as a whole, at least United States citizens as a whole, it seems like they're all fighting, like what you just said, Abby, to be in control of this thing, to take down the beast, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, they want to tackle it. They're going to fight for it. You know, they're going to fight against their oppressors. But at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do to fix the root problem, which is sin, which is hatred, which is issues of this world that God is the only antidote. Mm-hmm. And so as a society, what needs to happen is we all need to turn toward God. As God's church, we all need to pray for these situations and pray that people would realize that there's no peace. There's no justice apart from him. It can only come from him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have any thoughts on that so far? Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> have their own opinions about this kind of thing. And what's important to remember is God is the one and only true judge of this kind of thing, of everything. And he is really going to judge the hearts of whoever is involved in this kind of thing. And so in that we can trust for sure. There's a, it, it's very complicated. This this topic is very complicated. And so, but we can we can be assured that God is going to put judgment on whoever is involved and whoever needs it. I think this whole this whole time kind of reminds me of the book of Judges and like what you were saying about how God waits to work until the people call on him. Over and over throughout the book of Judges, the people would, they'd like have a victory from God and then they'd turn away. And so their enemies would take them over and they would suffer. And then they'd be like, dang, this sucks. And they'd ask God for help. And then God would help them by giving them a judge. And so that cycle continued, I don't know how many times, but it was a lot. And every time they asked for help, God would help them. And so you can kind of see that going on like in today's age. Yeah, the only thing that's going to save our country from its downward spiral into just craziness that it's obviously on right now is him. It's God. If if enough people turn toward him and pray for him, guys, we are so ripe for some sort of revival. And if you look back at the history of revivals throughout the history of America over the last generations— 
every single time there's a big revival, big move of the spirit, it's when something really intense is happening in society, whether it be a war or a major tragedy or some sort of civil unrest. That's when mankind decides to turn toward God, you know? And so we, we look at this and I just feel like the world is so ripe for a huge move of the spirit, for a huge new move of the spirit in our generation and we just have to keep calling on that to happen that's the only cure we can protest all we want and it's good to make the world know what it is that is good and what is just and that is god you know um when a lot of these protesters i dare to say almost all of these protesters aren't going into it to bring glory to god they're going Mm -hmm. into it to bring justice to a man and here's the bottom line and i this is a very common thing to say is that hurt people hurt people i'll say that again hurt people hurt people and so we look at you know the situation that happened with george floyd and how there was a cop who was not living out if he was a believer obviously was not living that out um and he hurt someone he killed someone We look at so many bad situations that there are in our society, in our world. It's usually caused by someone who's hurt hurting someone else. When you get a whole giant group of hurt people together, they're just going to hurt more people (laughs) unless they turn toward God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they want to give honor to him. They want to see him move in this hard situations. We want to see a move of the spirit in racism in America. We want to see it end hatred end you know you look at the difference between a revival and awakening and i talked about this on the rethink podcast a little bit is a revival is when a whole bunch of people or at least a body of believers is revived in their relationship with god and when new people come to know god in a large number but an awakening is when it's such a major scale that it changes culture changes society and that's what we want to see right yeah. We want to see society changed because God is so good and because we're we're calling on him to act. And God chooses to move through us calling on it to happen, you know? So if we keep praying for an outpouring of God's spirit over all the situations that we're in as a country, coronavirus, I mean, even think about what's been going on for years and years, war in the Middle East, racism in America, police brutality in general, it's all goes back to a spiritual battle. Hurt people hurt people. We just need Jesus. That's the only cure for all of this. And so that's uh, why it's okay to keep protesting, especially those that don't know Jesus. It's awesome that they're calling out for justice and peace. They just don't know where to find it. And so as Christ followers, we have an opportunity now to show them where to find it. You know, we can bring the presence of God into all of those conversations, into all of those situations and say, you know, it's awesome that you're seeking that. I know where to find it. And I I think that's our responsibility as believers is to be doing that. And like you guys said, it doesn't mean you have to go to a, a protest. You know, you can start with your sphere of influence, start with your friends, your family members. I know I've noticed the older generation is definitely a lot more upset about the protests than the younger generation. They think it's stupid. But in all reality, there's a cause to be fighting for there. And God hates sin. Racism is sin. God hates the unjust. God is just. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, start start by bringing Jesus into your own life and then into those of the life around you and, and show people where to find peace, where to find justice, and that's through God. I saw this Instagram post, um, and it was like, I didn't do like the whole black square thing because I don't know. Yeah, I, I it just wasn't on my heart to do that. I didn't think it would make much of a difference for me I personally. Mean, yeah, in all honesty. Yeah. Is it gonna help? <laughs> yeah, but it was like post a black square. What else can you do? And it was giving all these organizations to help stop racism, and you can donate to those organizations. And I was like, yeah, that's a, actually a good way to help prevent this kind of stuff. Not you know posting black squares or um standing outside of a building and yelling loudly like I feel like when when you actually give a part of yourself to something or an organization or to somebody else that's a real way to make a difference yeah find a good organization that's led by Jesus followers whose end goal is to spread the gospel because like like what we're getting at there's no cure for racism except the gospel except God's love you know it's something that for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years racism has been a part of mankind's evil heart hating another person just because they're different has been a part of mankind's heart and so the gospel is the only cure to that so yeah that'd be awesome to find some sort of like a parachurch organization which would mean a Christian organization that's not necessarily affiliated with a church body mm-hmm. and you know help them move their cause forward to spread the good news and and end racism i think that's definitely how we could address this situation is just sharing the gospel and yeah. whatever way we can which is like like in our own lives and also donating to the different funds as well mm-hmm. but just like getting the word out and, I don't know, making it personal with people, like, really talking with them. Yeah. There's also, like, this thing where you can actually donate to the Floyd family personally, and, you know, that was a horrible thing that happened to him, so I guess that would be another good way. Yeah, a good way to help out a mm-hmm. specific situation. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's, like, thousands and thousands of situations. For sure. It's like, For society real. chose to latch onto this one because it was so blatant, you yeah. know, and the video proof and everything, but, like, just thinking about how long this has been going on is just crazy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that'd that be good. Put your money where your mouth is and then put your heart where your, your, your money is. Put your <laughs> mouth where your heart is. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but anyway, that's great. Um, I just got a text from my mom that the governor approved phase two for – all right. Our county. Sweet. Cool. Well, you so heard it you know. here first. <laughs> <laughs> Phase two for Yamhill County, according to to Abby's mom. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Cool. Well, guys, uh, I hope that you were encouraged. And, and I really, what I want people to take away from our talk today is look at the protests from a different light. Don't look at it from culture's light, from society's light, where it's like, you know, there needs to be political change and everything because you can look for answers in politics all you want you're not going to find it pick your kingdom are you going to be a part of the kingdom of god or the kingdom of the united states the only cure for all of these issues is god himself is jesus changing hearts that's the only thing that's going to really change society and so keep praying for a huge outpouring of god's spirit in our people in our nation that 
changes culture. And I believe it can happen. I really believe it can happen. We've seen God do amazing things, you know, in our lives. And so we're going to keep praying that he'll keep doing amazing things in other people's lives as well. Now it's time for our questions. You can find these on the Instagram account. That's CalvaryMac underscore upper class. Are you looking forward to coming back to church and youth group? What is the best way to fight hate? What are some ways you can help out in your community to fight racism? What kingdom have you been fighting for? What are some practical ways to bring the gospel beyond the church? Like I said, log on to Instagram. You can look at those questions and then we can, uh, you can talk about them with a friend and be challenged and encouraged and inspired as well. I feel like it's really inspiring to talk about this stuff. It just makes you want to go out there and, and fight culture, you know, with God's kingdom. Pick your kingdom, God's kingdom. Uh, and now it's time for some final thoughts and a sign off. Abby, final thoughts? Yeah. Um, I think if you really want to make a difference, do something personal for somebody else. Um, if it's racism and persecution and that kind of discrimination that you want to fight for right now, do something uh, helpful to maybe a person in the black community or donate to a uh, organization that fights racism. You know, I think... Um, protesting and posting things on on social media only goes so far if you really want to help people be personal sweet wow that was really good kyler <laughs> any final thoughts um <clears throat> my final thoughts are a little bit to do with what we've been talking about and a little bit not to do with what we've been talking about so the my first one is uh just love each other i mean that's how we're gonna get change if everybody loved each other then there wouldn't be stuff but sharing the gospel share your faith and love each other and then also since we're entering phase two and things are going back to normal meaning we aren't all trapped at our homes we still need to remember to make home our first church because church isn't just this building when we come back to it this this isn't church this is where the church gathers our home is our first church that's great i love it keep driving that message home home is your first church my final thought is uh i mean i like to think about what's the greatest commandment according to jesus is love god first then love others and it's so funny because you can if you love god then you can love others and if you love others then you're loving god kind of cyclical that way anyway um thanks for listening to this week's episode Hope that you guys have a good week, and we're looking forward to seeing you soon. Listen next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right. That'll work. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait, You can just go whenever you want. Wait, can we practice? Can we practice? Yeah, practice the mic. Okay. Welcome to the upper club. Come on, this is serious. I'm sorry. All right, wait, give me a second. All right. Welcome to the Upper Class Podcast. You're supposed to say (laughs) pause. We'll let the music roll for a minute. Let it take you away. What does it make you think of? Makes me, like, flow down a river. Oh, yeah. Of, like, vibes. Makes oh, those me, vibes. Makes me think of, like, eating a breakfast sandwich in the sun or something. <laughs>
I could see that. Yeah. Definitely sun, but also rain. Really? Rain is a vibe. Yeah. I could see floating through space on just the sound waves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like you're on a spaceship. Yeah. You're just floating down a lazy oh. river that's in space. Okay. <laughs> the river is sound waves. Okay. Yeah. All right, I think we're ready to go. Okay. The volume should be getting quieter any second. This is really long. Yeah. Come on, get quiet. I just burped a little bit, sorry. <laughs> and then, uh, 